Adrenal fatigue is one of our favorite topics because we've helped with thousands of cases. Together with the knowledge from our father who has gone through adrenal fatigue himself along with many sufferers whom we have helped along the way, we are going to educate you on the three facts, three mistakes, and three keys to recovery from adrenal fatigue. This is the Dr. Lamb Show, and we're here to talk to you about integrative medicine and empower you to take control of your health. If you enjoy this show and find it useful, please hit the like button and subscribe to the Dr. Lamb Show podcast and YouTube channel. This is the way to make our show more visible and so that other people who need this information can find it. I'm Dr. Carrie Lam. I'm a family medicine physician and I've completed fellowships in functional and metabolic medicine and I'm passionate about nutrition and lifestyle medicine. I am Dr. Jeremy Lam. I'm an internal medicine physician and I'm also board certified in anti-aging and regenerative medicine as well. And today we're talking about adrenal fatigue. So to start with, let's start about some adrenal fatigue facts so that we're all on the same page. And so, Dr. Carey, what is our adrenal fact number one? So, uh, adrenal fatigue um, is real, and that's our fact number one. Despite your doctors may not believe in you, or that you have so many different symptoms that they don't understand, and that they might diagnose you with other types of syndromes, whether it's chronic fatigue or hypothyroid, or you have normal lab values despite how you're feeling, and even though it's it feels like the end of the world, but the labs all come back normal. Don't fret because we know that adrenal fatigue and the neuroendometabolic stress response is real. And crashes are a way that we can sometimes describe this frequent fatigue that adrenal fatigue sufferers experience. But there are also a lot of different other symptoms that your body can present with when it's over, overcoming stress and when it's overwhelmed and when the body has reached its maximum ability to deal with stress. And so um, what your body does to try to deal with adrenal fatigue is to slow down. Dr. Jeremy, what does slowing down mean for your body? Well, that means that your body is going to downregulate its metabolism and downregulate our hormone levels. So basically, your body is forced into a bedridden mode or a couch-bound couch mode in order to conserve energy. And so the fatigue can come on very suddenly. And the crash can come on so suddenly as if you can just drop off the cliff. And it can come on for no apparent reasons. So it's really important that you're listening to the whispers of what the body is telling us. So then you can be well-educated on how to manage these crashes and know sometimes that is coming on. You know, these crashes can range from very mild ones, just like, oh, I'm having a sugar craving uh, to, you know, I have to rest for three hours or I have to go home and lay on the couch. And so the, these uh, symptoms can be varying in, mul in multitude as well as in severity. And so that's our adrenal fact number one, really, that adrenal fatigue, especially the crashes that you're experiencing, is real. And we've seen it uh, happen to many people, and we've also seen them come back from it. So that's why we know it's real. Mm -hmm. And um, we've seen our dad, like you said, you know, we've seen a lot of people with the cases of adrenal fatigue, and that's why we know that it's real. And that moves on to our adrenal fact number two, is that there are many different symptoms in adrenal fatigue. We talked about these 
whispers of your body that every person might present differently. For someone, it could be milder, like sugar cravings, or just needing a little pep uh, coffee and drink in the morning. And for others, they might be a little more uh, tired throughout the day, uh, needing to really be bedridden. And they, no matter what they do, their fatigue doesn't get better. They may have hormone imbalance. And so there is a logical explanation for each symptom that comes up. You just have to find the root cause and the root circuit that it is dealing with. So this is the what we call the neuroendometabolic stress response that it that stress affects every part of your body and different organs and different systems might throw out different symptoms. And so symptoms are the way that your body is alerting you to the disarray within your body. Give us some examples of some other symptoms, Dr. Jeremy. Well, for example, we see a lot of people with salt cravings and low trending blood pressures which can be attributed to the hormone aldosterone dysregulation. Now, aldosterone being dysregulated as, uh, is because a hormone that comes out from the adrenals. And so aldosterone is needed for salt balancing in your body. And so when it becomes dysregulated, then you can have these salt cravings as well as the low trending blood pressures. Another example is heart palpitations due to sympathetic nervous system overtone. PMS, for example, that many women go through can also be from excessive estrogen or estrogen-dominant symptoms. So there are so many symptoms. In fact, there are over 75 signs and symptoms of adrenal fatigue, and they reflect the body's desire to alert you, to bring to your attention that something underlying is going on, and it's screaming out at your attention for you to kind of try to address the underlying problem. And so if you don't follow instructions, if you don't address the underlying root problem, then it's going to become more unstable and your body is going to become more unstable as well. Right. So it's always important to listen to your symptoms and don't just brush it off. So we now go to adrenal fact number three, which is each person is biologically constitutionally unique. You all have your own set of DNA and um, and it might be the only set in the world, but each body and each person is so unique uh, that God made you. And this body type that you have dictates to what degree that stress can affect you and what you are able to handle. You, you all know that there are some people who thrive on stress, they love it. And for others that stress is a killer, it just produces more and more emotional uh, anxiety and they might not feel great. So everyone reacts differently to stress. But know that your body has an intrinsic mechanism that you're born with to deal with this stress. And that's the neuroendometabolic stress response, which we talked about. It's important to know this because the stress response can become overwhelmed and then become more pro problematic. So if you're feeling tired for no reason, is it because of your mind? Is it because of your hormone? Is it because of your gut? Or is it the stress response overwhelmed? You have to really get down to the 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 root cause because it can be different for each person. And so that's our adrenal fact number three, where again, each person's biological constitution is unique. 
we went through three, which the first one is adrenal fatigue is very real. Number two, there are many different symptoms of adrenal fatigue. And number three, that each person's biological constitution is unique. So you need to have a very specialized approach to each person. And as you can tell, adrenal fatigue isn't as simple as resting more or going on with your life. Every circuit and organ system in your body is connected. So a major change in one of these can have numerous and unexpected effects. If you're struggling with these kinds of changes, so contact our team for a free initial phone call at 714-709-8000. They can give you specialized information and help with the changes that can occur with adrenal fatigue. Now let's go more deeply into those changes uh, that happen with adrenal fatigue and also the symptoms that are associated with it. So we're going to go into the three adrenal fatigue mistakes that are often made as a lot of people start to uh, go on their own recovery journey and they self-navigate, they make a lot of mistakes. And these are what we see most commonly. Uh, they go online, they don't understand what fatigue is or what the reason is, and their healthcare professional or their doctor or the are not able to offer them the right solutions and they continue to get worse and worse. So the natural progression is just to look for answers. And so we've studied and collated these mistakes from thousands of cases uh, that we've built over the years of helping them by phone and also in person. And we want to share them with you so that you don't make the same mistakes that a lot of uh, other adrenal fatigue sufferers have made. So what's our first adrenal fatigue mistake? Uh, well, the first uh, mistake is wrong interpretation of laboratory testing. Now, there are so many ways to interpret lab testing, and a lot of people do it differently. For example, what's the difference between saliva testing and blood testing? There's a lot of variance even for normal ranges of lab results, as lab results can also differ depending on what stage of adrenal fatigue you're in. For example, in early stages, the cortisol, DHEA, and pregnenolone levels tend to be higher as your adrenal glands are working hard and pumping out all these hormones to give you this energy and to also be able to fight off the stress that you're encountering. However, in later stages of adrenals, uh, your adrenals start to burn out, and so the pregnenolone levels tend to be lower. Your morning cortisol level blunts, and that's where you get this flat curve on the saliva test. These are some very general rules, as there are a lot of differences between people. Not only that, computerized interpretations are often more wrong than right because it's templated. You know, there's so many variations, especially in a saliva test. You can have the reverse curve. You can have a yo-yo curve. You can have nighttime that is lowering than the morning time, lower than the morning time which is what it is supposed to, but sometimes it can uh, be so off that it's not supposed to be where it is. And so it's very important to really understand uh, what the cortisol curves are telling you and to look at the overall picture instead of looking at those absolute numbers. The absolute numbers can lead you astray. And so when your numbers are astray, then people often get placed on glandulars, herbs, hormones. But those supplements might not be the right approach in the long run and can actually harm you if not given at the right time. So it's really important not just to rely on lab testing, but also using your body's signs and symptoms to gauge how weak the adrenals are. 
and then looking at the lab testing to see how it correlates. So Dr. Carey, what's the number two mistake that is often done in adrenal fatigue recovery? Uh, mistake number two in adrenal fatigue recovery is improper use of nutritional supplements and medications. I know you talked about some glandular adaptogens. Many natural compounds have different what we call dose-dependent behaviors, and they can behave at one dose very differently from how they behave from another dose. Um, and it is also very body specific. Someone can have a much sensitive uh, constitution compared to someone else. So for example, if you take an herb or a glandular at a low dose, it could behave positively for somebody and at, at high dose may behave negatively. But this kind of backlash is very common when you don't understand how sensitive your body is, how to stop what dose to intervene, when to titrate. So people who self-navigate, they just tend to get the bottle and then they see what uh, the, the recommended dosing is and they take that, but that might not be actually optimal for healing or it might not be the right dose for them depending on their stage of adrenal fatigue and how sensitive they are. For example, the RDA, which is the recommended daily allowance that the government has given us for healthy normal people, um, might not necessarily actually be the optimum dose. For example, vitamin C, RDA only says you need 80 milligrams, but that's hardly sufficient for a person who has adrenal fatigue because in adrenal fatigue, vitamin C is a key cofactor and a key building block to making all hormones. And you will probably need way more than 80 milligrams, uh, sometimes even two grams twice a day, or even more than that, depending on how your constitution or sometimes less than that, depending if you're sensitive. So. Um, there's also so many different types of delivery systems that you might be tolerant of one type of vitamin C and not other different types. So there's like 20 different forms and delivery systems. You might not know which one to use, which bioavailability is better and when to take them. So you can say, I'm taking vitamin C, but you might actually crash yourself from the misuse or using it unintentionally for the wrong reason. And so we see that very, very often to people who come and they call us because they use the wrong supplements at the wrong time at the wrong dosing. Yeah, when these people come and call us and ask us, you know, as, as they've tried a lot of supplementation, they think that everything's the same, but it's not, right? Uh, and so in addition, excessive use of prescription medications also sometimes make adrenal fatigue condition worse. And so we live in a world where symptoms are often classified as diseases, and we want to control the symptoms as it's considered a cure. But really all we're doing is controlling symptoms instead of getting to the root cause of the problem. And you know, physicians have been trained to treat the symptoms, but we aren't really trained to get down to the root cause. So it's important that we respect the body's signs and symptoms, especially in adrenal fatigue, as they are valuable, sensitive indicators to help guide us in the recovery process. Just as pain is a warning sign from our body that something is wrong, you know, suppressing pain with a painkiller might not be the same as finding a cure from a condition. What you need to do is find out what the root cause of the pain is. And suppressing your pain is just really masking the situation and not helping. And so just like in adrenal fatigue, this will not work long-term if you just mask the symptoms as the body is going to keep punishing you. 
the logical approach is to give the body the tools it needs to heal itself while monitoring the symptoms and using that to help gauge your body's healing um, capabilities. Now we'll move on to mistake number three, which is failure to recognize paradoxical and unusual reactions. What is a paradoxical reaction? It can happen either with medical treatments or drugs or even supplements where you just have an opposite effect to what you would normally expect. Some examples could be um, when you take magnesium, it's supposed to calm you down and supposed to give you relaxation and, and feelings of uh, slowing your body down. However, some people, when they take magnesium, they can have the opposite effect where it stimulates them instead. Or sometimes it causes constipation, when, even though it's supposed to help relax your bowels to make you go. And so um, it's, it's very important to find these paradoxical reactions and see why you're having these and be on high alert. Another example can be like some sedatives that are prescribed for adults can actually cause hyperactiveness in children. And so paradoxical reactions can generally be more prevalent in natural compounds. We don't really know the reason for these, but we do have a working theory that the more decompensated the body is, like in cases of advanced adrenal fatigue, the more frequent paradoxical reactions can occur. And so, Nutrients that are suitable for one person may not necessarily be good for another person and can actually be toxic to someone else's body if they have a lot of toxins or congestion. Um, Dr. Jeremy, tell us why someone might be having paradoxical reactions. Well, oftentimes people have paradoxical reactions because when we take a look at the NEM stress response, their detoxification circuit is dysfunctioning. And that's mainly if your liver, as well as your extracellular matrix is quite congested. And so you have problems detoxing. I like to refer to, you know, if your garbage disposal in your kitchen is not working and you keep trying to put more things in there, but it's not going to work and it's gonna overflow if your garbage disposal is not working. So the liver and the extracellular matrix and our detoxification circuit is that same way. So we keep trying to put nutrition and supplements into our body, which is good for us. But if you don't have our proper functioning detoxification pathways, then you're gonna have possible paradoxical reactions. And so have you made any of these adrenal fatigue mistakes that we've discussed so far? You know, adrenal fatigue issues can often go undiagnosed. So if you're also having issues with dealing with these mistakes, then our team is always available at 714-709-8000 to help you out. Adrenal fatigue mistakes can also cause problems worsening adrenal fatigue and other problems that also exist. So let's lastly go through the three keys to recover from adrenal fatigue and how to improve the functioning of your adrenals. So key number one is to learn from someone who's experienced with adrenal fatigue. You don't know what's going wrong. How are you going to fix it? You have to really go through and find someone who is knowledgeable about adrenal fatigue because knowledge is power and you need to know what's going on at the root cause. No one's going to care for your body more than yourself. So you need to learn how to get this convoluted syndrome uh, packed away, understand about the neuroendometabolic stress response, the ups and downs of crash and recovery, the whole journey. And we've documented a lot of this because Dr. Lam himself has gone through adrenal fatigue. 
He knows what uh, people have gone through. We've seen thousands of cases um, and we educate people from all around the world uh, on adrenal fatigue. So education is so key and that's why we share it uh, on our blogs and uh, on when we talk with our patients. And it's the purpose of why we're doing this podcast is so that we can tell you that adrenal fatigue is real and but in the, instead of self-navigating that you should learn from people who have gone through it and so we share our knowledge on social media and we're constantly learning with research and from other adrenal fatigue survivors so we do this work because no one in the world truly understands you know, um, if you've had this experience where you go to a doctor and you say, I think I have adrenal fatigue and they think they look at you like you're crazy and they don't even know what adrenal fatigue is. I know it's very unfortunate, but we deal with these people all the time. You know, unfortunately, adrenal fatigue is not a medical diagnosis. It's not established and it's not being taught in medical school. Many people are very skeptical, but we know because we've seen so many people, right, uh, that have gone through it. And so you need to learn from people who have gone through it, who have helped lots of people through it. The key for you is to learn from those who have been through adrenal fatigue. What is key number two? Key number two is to understand the whispers of your body. Now that you know what's going on, the next step is to actually apply some of that to yourself. Each of us have unique bodies and we're all in different stages of recovery. So we need to be able to take that information and knowledge and be able to apply it to yourself. So how do we do that? It's by teaching you how to uh, listen and understand what your body is telling you. Understanding the whispers has been a lost art in modern medicine. Now I remember that Western medicine is only about 200 years old. While it has contributed a lot to medical knowledge, it does not really have a monopoly on the world's combined medical knowledge. In fact, people have been healing themselves for 5,000 years without labs, MRIs, or CT scans until the last 100 years. And so how did the physicians in the olden times do it? Well, it's simple. They listened to the body. It is vital for you to identify the signals that your body is sending you so that you can stop the downward spiral before it's too late. Whether it's um, low blood sugar, whether it's heart palpitations, whether it's fatigue, whether it's PMS, um, know which circuit, uh, which part of the neuroendometabolic stress response and which circuit you're dealing with and uh, go find a healthcare practitioner who would be able to help you and look at the whole body rather than just each symptom for each specialist, right? Uh, some people think, oh, I have palpitations, I have to go see a cardiologist. Or I have um, a gut issue, I have to go see a gastroenterologist, a GI doctor. But really, they might actually be connected to each other. And so it's very important that you understand the whispers that your body is trying to tell you. And that's key, uh, that's the recovery key number two. So understand your body and what it's trying to tell you. And so our key number three uh, to adrenal fatigue is to take a holistic approach. You are not alone in your recovery journey. And we have a dedicated team that can help and guide you every step of the way. We take a holistic approach. We give you very specific instructions 
that is detailed towards your recovery journey and what stage of adrenal fatigue that you're on. We've seen a lot of people try to self-navigate. They go on the internet, they see one thing, they hear from their friends, oh, this is good, that is good that you can try. And they try taking different things to help them, but they always call back asking for help. Learn from us that it's really important to not only listen to the whispers of your body, but the stepping stones to a full recovery is to take a holistic approach to your recovery. We hope that this helps you understand what may be going on in your body. Adrenal fatigue is too often ignored by conventional medicine, leading to long-term debilitation and poor health. Just remember that it's your body and you're the best judge of whether it's healthy or not. You know that something's wrong and no matter what someone or other people are telling you, don't stop searching until you get the help, the guidance, and the feeling that you need to feel better. So thanks for being here with us on the Dr. Lamb Show. We hope you found this information helpful. If you did, please subscribe to this channel so we can continue bringing you more great content. If you know anyone else who might benefit from this information, please share this with them as well. Remember that we're here to empower you to take control of your health. This podcast has been produced and broadcast solely for informational and educational purposes by Lamb Clinic. Statements and views expressed in this podcast are not medical advice and have not been evaluated by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. The products and supplements discussed in this podcast are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you believe you may have a medical condition, please consult your own doctor. Opinions of guests are their own, and Lamb Clinic does not endorse or accept responsibility for any of the statements and views made by guests. The views and opinions of guests in the podcast are their own and do not reflect those of Lamb Clinic. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. In some cases, individuals on the podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in the products or services referred to herein. Podcast listeners should always seek the advice of their physicians or other qualified health providers with any questions they may have regarding their own medical conditions. Podcast listeners must always continue to follow the advice of their personal physicians for all of their medical needs.